So good morning, everybody. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Every two or every three, or however many you feel like you are today. And uh, those of you braved another day on the Zafu, those of you ready for the voyage. So, theme of general theme of awakening and the value of the body, body intelligence, intelligence that stay, is moored in the body, embedded in the body. Doesn't mean the flesh. It means the intelligence that is moored in the body, takes the body as a reference, and using that to balance the mental productions, psychological productions, <coughs> thought processes, so that as they come into balance, something, a kind of release can occur from these psychological compulsions, thought patterns, sensory impingement, feelings, sensations. Release can occur either through them not impinging or through them not bothering you. You know, I, they, don't, uh, they don't actually happen at all, they've ceased or they do not arise these are synonymous non-arising means it doesn't rise up, it's like something that's there but it's not activated it's not happening it's not causing anything you know So yesterday, particularly, I was emphasizing the quality of ground, establishing a grounding principle so that uh, as things rise up, you've got a keel, you've got a mooring post so that you don't get blown out to sea on it. So that the wave of the feeling, the wave of the thought can rise and you stay steady, you breathe in, you breathe out, let the wave pass. Very basic meditation experience, meditation process and that through allowing those to rise and pass not by not having them rise and pass but having them rise and pass you grow increasingly less bothered by that more dispassionate towards that less reactive towards that so that cooling of reactivity actually causes less things to arise or it doesn't give rise to causes because it's cooler, it's more dispassionate so you're not in a nervy state you're not in a critical state you're not in an emergency state you're not in a, a jump state so stuff doesn't actually some things just don't start rising up at all you don't get the anxiety and the agitation and the searching and the, that doesn't have to happen you'll be much more peaceful and restful and balanced and then maybe what does arise doesn't cause you much tremble so it's that mm-hmm. pass it so that's the process of cessate, dispassion, cessation uh, and as you see more and more of your you-ness your specific particularities go through that process you're not bothered by yourself (laughs) 
which is good. Because <laughs> trying to ha- have a not self is a little bit of a uh, <laughs> kind of fool, fool's game, really. But to not be bothered by yourself. So the, there can be a self when you need one, but you don't have to have it hanging around your neck all the time. Now, so ground and space. When you have ground, space, you have space. You know, and that means you're spacious because you've got you've got a centre. When you have space, when you have that sense of a spacious attitude, a non-pressurised attitude, an ability to be broad and wide, almost in terms of attitude, in terms of this expanse of your awareness. It's called the, in the suttas, it's called the Mahachitta, the mind made great. So the mind great is like, we're likened it to the Ganges River. So if you drop some salt in the Ganges River, the river doesn't get salty. You've got a little tiny little pinched mind you know like one egg cup it's the mind you put some salt in it it tastes salty <laughs> in other words this means that all the various tangs and flavours and distastes and so forth you put them if you've got a big mind uh, it just doesn't really take hold mind carries on its main current which is benevolent steady grounded peaceful you can handle there's stuff that goes flying into it. So the mind made great. It's got a ground, it's got its own gravity, its own current. It's moving this way. Sila, goodness, benevolence, skillfulness, integrity. It's moving that way. And it's moving in its own rhythm. Uh, When it's squashed, it tends to get churned up pushed, forced, agitated spacious mind begins to find its own rhythm this is what I'd like to focus on today the sense of rhythm which we very much enjoy, rhythm you know, heartbeat being rocked, being cradled is the sort of welcome to the planet experience welcome to the incarnation experience you know, the thing that infants most readily tune into, the rhythmic sense. And as we grow up, we kind of like music and beat and things that swing and dancing and, you know. And we try to create rhythms in our lives that are going to be enjoyable because we automatically tune into it. You automatically tune into it. Your system is attuned to rhythm, to pulse. That's what reality is on the conditioned conventional level it's, it's things that flow things that pulse, things that circle it's day night rhythm it's up down rhythm you know, nothing's going wrong, that's the way it's supposed to be nothing is static everything is in change and when things are healthy sane, balanced the rhythm is accessible and uh, it regularly charges, discharges, breathing in, breathing out, home-based rhythm. Um, 
the rhythm of response pick something up how does it feel touch it what's the response how does it affect you it's called learning the idea is planted you got it uh-huh. turn it over I got it or is it this is it ah now I've got it you want that kind of intelligence it's rhythmic that is it something arises and you have to feed back you have to get some feedback on it so it's processed yeah. and there's this the, the intelligence has to form a loop between active engagement which is you, you might say is the, the in breath or you know doesn't really matter the direction it's one direction and then receiving so you, you go your mind goes out and then comes in goes out to touch something pulls it back home turns it over was that right? try again go out draw it back in is that it? nearly try again out ah got it what's the got it sense? how do you know you've got something? how do you know you've understood something? because there's a feeling of completion the mind is settled and when you're settled in that rhythm even though that's arisen through movement through a particular movement of intelligence to go out, to touch, to bring back to do it again, to go out, to touch eventually the senses of, of a stability a stability that's not arisen through holding something still but it's arisen through an intelligent form of movement you know, you go out you touch, you bring back you go out, you touch, you bring back until it settles by itself you don't shut it you don't stop it, it settles by itself because the circle is complete the inquiry has arrived at a place where it's brought back it's been, and it's been ingested and felt therefore that particular piece of the movement of life is that small ripple, that small piece has been completed you've done a circle you go out, you see something, what's that? you bring it back that's that is that right? you go out again no, not quite right bring back is that right? ah, got it got it now that's completed a little piece of micro rhythm the way that, way that the thinking mind operates mm-hmm. now when you, so when you, you meditate you're bringing that kind of loop into practice you're breathing you sure? don't just say breathing in, breathing out because you're supposed to be doing it or because you've kind of got an idea that's what you're doing feel it, have you got it? what is it? bring it back yeah, wait a minute hang on do it again breathing? where? how do you know you're breathing? bring it back feels kind of oh yeah is that it? wait a minute yeah oh, right (laughs) you got it and then your mind is that moment of settling yeah. settles so you're doing that that's, that's the operation of the, the thinking mind mm. the operation you might say of the heart is am I okay with this? not quiet am I okay with this? how does it feel? am I okay with this? wait a minute uh, uh, okay. yeah just, just, just relax just open up a little bit now I'm okay with it 
I'm contented. So you have to kind of feel some of the uncertainty, the disorientation, the whatever, the not knowing yet, the not being comfortable quite yet. And you might, your heart kind of feels it out, and okay, it makes some sort of adjustment, and then it settles. So you feel comfortable, you're happy. Necessary feedback, necessary loop has to occur. You don't feel happy the first thing, do you? You know, you, you've got to wait a moment. And, wait a minute, uh, looks safe, friend, not hostile, nobody's carrying weapons, fine. You know, uh, yeah, I'm okay. Right, I'm okay. You know. So there's that sort of you know, in, investigation. And it's, it's a cycle. Body, breathing in, breathing out, it's a cycle. It's the most reliable one because that kind of happens by itself. You know, it happens by itself. It's kind of, you know, breathing in, breathing out, no matter what state you're in, it keeps doing it. You don't forget it, how to do it. The other stuff is less reliable because you do forget to do that or you don't have time to do that you're too busy to do that you're supposed to know it already so you shouldn't have to go what? I think you know if you know it already you're, you're surely an intelligent confident person yeah. so you don't need to have that funny moment of um, I think um, just a minute because uh, yeah. you should be there immediately right and you shouldn't have to turn something over in your mind. You should be, you should know immediately and have clarity immediately. Raise a sharp clarity to be an efficient, effective person. See if you can make that razor even sharper mm-hmm. with no time, no pausing at all. No doubt at all, no pondering at all, no evaluation at all. Yeah. So talking this morning about attention disorders. Attention disorder. Something, well, you put a drug on it. Attention disorder, pop a pill. You've got attention disorders, pop a pill. You know, fix it. But, um, poof. <laughs> I wonder you know, if actually one of the causes maybe a major cause might be that you know you have to pause attention means pausing being uncertain giving it time feeling it out if your attention is continually being jigged from this to that every half second from a sound to a sight to a thought to a TV screen to a radio to a message to a this, this, this you know it would be strange if you didn't have attention disorder <laughs> wouldn't it? if you're training your attention to jump every half second you know as a basic lifestyle to, in order to be good and effective and efficient and useful and get ahead and make a living what do you expect? you, know? you can't sort of uh, and uh, this is this is hardwired because 
what we have to recognize the body and mind are essentially not separate they operate with the same nervous system the hard wiring of both of them is the nervous system and there's uh, the moods and, and stuff and energies and stuff have got a definite chemical um, chemical base you know, the old adrenaline urgency chemical amygdalin, fear chemicals dopamine, happy chemicals serotonin, you know, you name them all kinds of these chemicals so those chemicals switch on bits of your system bits of your brain, bits of your neurology if you don't switch them on they just kind of die out particularly if you're an infant they don't actually develop the ones that get the most juice are the ones that get developed right? the ones that don't get much juice they, they, just, they just go you know. so we mutate in accordance with uh, our chemical inheritance and these chemicals are triggered by perceptions by psychological things fear perceptions hurry perceptions, love perceptions, trust perceptions, contentment perceptions, discontentment perceptions. So, you know, if you, they're all there. They all have their value. But if you're only getting one set, and they're fear perceptions, hurry up perceptions, not good enough perceptions, you get hardwired. <laughs> That's the bit in you that grows. And it can be right down to physiology. Yeah. You start to mutate. So, yeah, the, your mind forms your body. Your body forms your mind. If you break, you know, away from the body rhythm. You know, like the, the there is a balance. There's got to be a home-based balance, which is just here I am, it's okay. Here I am, it's okay. That's home base. You've got to be able to come back to that. That was that was frightening. No, 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 that was frightening. It was very frightening. Okay, now it's over. I'm okay. Home base. That really made me angry. I'm okay. That was wonderful. That's finished, okay, home base. Yeah. That's, that's your basic rhythm, if you like. Out to your, your activations and then back to rest state. If you don't have rest state, if you don't have basically, I'm okay, it's okay, here I am, you don't have that as a, as a really firm, understood experience. What do you feed back to? What is, what is your intelligent loop around? Does it loop around, I'm like this, I should be like that? Does it loop around that? Does it not know what the home base is? Where the place of, I'm okay, here I am. Breathing in, breathing out. Here we are. Does it not know that? If it doesn't know that, if it hasn't got access to that, 
what kind of intelligence are we creating that hasn't got that ability to discharge and not feel barren and lost and disoriented and empty but feel I'm okay settle and um, you you know that is really what we're encouraging in the meditative process how to come home how to have a feedback loop that takes us home doesn't mean you've got to stay there all the time but you've got that reference and it's solid and it's yours and you can walk around with it it's there when you need it you can get excited, you can get happy, you can get sad, you can get bruised and right, okay breathe in, breathe out, let's give it a few moments, let it take its time okay, home again you know, rather than, I feel bad uh, panic, panic, more of this, more of that, should be this, shouldn't be that what am I going to do about this uh, you don't come home, you just go out to further reaches of the chemicals which seems to be the kind of a psychology, a almost a philosophy. You know, you don't feel okay, pop a chemical. It's quicker than finding your way back home, particularly if you haven't really got a firm understanding what home is. So this is something to take seriously with a sense of purpose being careful that the very words that we use don't cause us, throw us into more should-be's, more alarm, more panic, more fear, more incompetence, more inadequacies the words we're using you find one word if you get one word out this weekend that takes you home, that is fantastic you can forget everything else (laughs) you don't need anything more than that just throw a lot out thinking that well one of these is going to land somewhere (laughs) you know throw enough out enough suggestions, enough possibilities but don't feel you've got to gather them all up or worry about them one lands, you listen to that one where where it's going what it does for you, where it takes you and stay with that, the meaning of that, the feeling of that and hold it and live it and breathe it and be there as much as you can that will be wonderful a word like trust did you hear that recently trust did you, did you feel comfortable with that word trust did you feel suspicious of that word trust what's he trying to sell me trust in what ok try it again <laughs> doesn't work I get it try something else yeah. 
be where you are. What? Well then, what do you mean? Try it again. Be where you are. Where am I? I don't know where I am. I'm just sitting here. I can't stay here all day. No, no. Be really where you are. Well, who? What? I thought there's no self. No, no. Okay, well, forget that one. (laughs) (laughs) How about breathe in, breathe out? Breathe in, breathe out. Okay. Ah. What kind of breathing in, breathing out? <laughs> Just sort of breathe in, breathe out. Well, how should I do it? No. Just breathe in, breathe out. What, how should I do it? Should I focus here? How much mindfulness is necessary? Do I do that first and then develop insight, vipassana? How many do I get that? Do I get to jhana? How many jhanas do you need before you insight? Is it possible to get jhana? Now look, you just sort of breathe in and breathe out. No? 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 You know, breathing in, breathing out. Got it? But why? (laughs) Okay, well, let's forget that one. Um, so you start to notice oof, wherever you are you're breathing yeah. if you're unhappy you're breathing if you're confused you're breathing if you're tense you're breathing yeah. if you're wonderful you're breathing if you're calm you're breathing so just, just kind of bear that in mind how is it how is it? And I'm saying, you know, like, get that comfortable. Get that that relationship comfortable. It's not a super special relationship. It's not a fraught relationship. It's not a tense relationship. It's a comfortable, homey kind of relationship. Breathing in, breathing out. You know, maybe even need to put a little bit of effort into building up that home. You know, saying, you know, Yes, they're suggesting just using the belly, swelling the belly swell as a kind of very baby-like quality to that. Deliberately stopping the breathing. Say, look, just can we start again? You know, maybe we maybe your system has learnt it the wrong way. Get the kind of hyper, hyper states, which we get a kind of panting breath. You haven't got time to breathe. (laughs) Get a hyper states. You get a or a hypo state where you can't, you never quite get enough. See, so something is always slightly down. You know, so these get these get wired in. As I say the psychology affects the physiology, and breathing is the home base interface. So whatever, the, however wacky the rest of it is, however you know pained or ill or distressed or whatever the rest of it is, you know, this is home base. So, if you can get this right, it's going to make the rest of it manageable. Maybe it will heal the rest of it, or some of it. Maybe it won't heal all of it. But you'll be able to say, 
okay, that's there, fine, but I'm, I've got a home to live in. You know, the roof leaks a bit, but basically I've got a home to live in. You know, the neighbours next door are a bit of a nuisance, but I've got a home to live in. There's pain in my knees, but that's okay, I've got a home to live in. There's a few wacky thoughts going on in my head, but that's okay. It's like the neighbours next door, the sound of the traffic, I've got a home to live in. And then you feel you don't have to go out and get frazzled by all that, that stuff. You can just let it flow past you. you know? Otherwise, there's no way out, really. And if you're looking to get you know, squeaky clean and perfect, forget it. No. Imagine, you know, we're all damaged goods, basically. <laughs> or superficially damaged. Hopefully it's just super... Because, you're, you know, the very fact that you get here, that you come here, there's something you want to be present. Something you... Even though, you know, you know what it's like. You know what meditation is like, don't you? <laughs> I mean, this is not the place for big ego affirmation, is it? <laughs> this, is, this is humbling. <laughs> and yet, you get here, you come here, you want to come here. You do it. Because something in you that maybe you don't always have words for, you don't always acknowledge in yourself, something in you is very resilient, something in you is going for it. Something new has got the call for find the home base. Yeah. And be prepared to go through some some of the rest of the stuff to find that. Which is great. If you didn't have that there'd be no point teaching. So you've got to also acknowledge that in yourself. Rather than even feel there's a lot of teaching that you need need some reminders, you need one or two reminders to tweak, to, rem- to remember, to deal with those out of order feedback loops of thought that are doing you in, those strange emotional twists that make you feel hurt and confused. You need those bits of teaching just to you know, push that to one side and give you a break. And then you just keep recycling and regenerating your health recycling, touching into, regenerating your health, touching into, informing, feeling out your goodness, whether that's your your piece of kindness for today, your piece of aspiration for today, the degree of trust that you all have to come here and receive me, and open to me to that is your, you have that. And now you want to actually expand that to take in your own karma. You know, the stuff that's happened to you, the stuff that isn't settled in you yet. You don't want to try and exclude that stuff, but you don't want to get lost in it. You want to be able to get it big enough to touch into that stuff and say, okay, you can come home too. You, you know, and it, then it starts to settle. It's an invitation.
the very simple law that you got to write on your fridge door the more you don't want it the bigger it's going to get <laughs> the more you don't want it the bigger it's going to get because every time you hit that stuff with a don't want it chemical you add another layer you, you build a dark pearl <laughs> every time you over that little bit of grit every time you go over that bit of grit and say I don't want that you add another layer you add another layer and it gets bigger and bigger and it hurts more and it sticks in your gut so you can't hardly walk out the door without the thing the more you don't want it the bigger it gets probably got a certain size to it right now <laughs> so we've got to start going the other way saying okay there's room for you here start putting another wash over it acceptance I can be with this what does it take to be with this breathing in, breathing out, taking my time breathing in, breathing out not putting panic breathing in, breathing out not in a hurry breathing in, breathing out, not creating a person out of it you know. so these are the, the solvents another thing to remember the more you hang on to it the smaller it gets the more you hang on to the good stuff the smaller it gets <laughs> the more you get tight about the little bit of peace the little bit of happiness the little bit of good feel good you got the more tight you get with it the smaller it gets because you crunch it and compress it and you put all this kind of uh, negative strategies of leave me alone, don't bother me, I've got mine I'm alright, you know, why bother so in, you get that one let's check it out check it out, you know so our practice is then you find the base you find the ground and you start to turn the tide the other way turn the current the other way yeah. open your awareness gently, steadily yeah. and relaxing those hurry up fear don't want impulses just a little bit maybe a little bit's enough then you come, come back home take, a, take another breath so it's not like an ideological compulsion it's a matter of really knowing your own nature, your own process how much you can really do right now you know, maybe what you can do is just not add more to the suffering maybe what you can do is say okay, this is the way it is right now so I'm not going to add a whole lot more you know, even in that you're finding you're, you're keep, you don't lose your ground your ground is both physical somatic you might say it's also your, your ground of confidence your ground of self-respect your ground of dignity your ground of ease make sure that it's, that's all there yeah when it is all there by itself by itself quite naturally 
as it is happening for you now there will be the interest by itself to say let me stretch just a little bit let me open just a little bit let me acknowledge some of my tangles just a little bit it will happen by itself that's the way the river flows that's the way the river flows important to recognize you know maybe you haven't got a Ganges yet maybe you just got a little trickle trickle Ganges same in essence few differences same basic nature same propensities trickle will turn into the Ganges if you don't dissipate it scatter it break it up it's going to grow Uh, said before practice really of acknowledging that and then holding that and your breathing I tell you it acts as a nature's pump it actually you know if you stay within that you stay within that that by itself tends to circulate energy it's it's uh, it's an accumulator yeah. you stay within that and keep your goodness connected to that your heart connected to that that starts to by itself pump gently pump and suffuse the system because it is the unfailing rhythm and everything else in us goes out of whack goes, gets jammed gets into kind of repetitive jamming you know, dysfunctionality or just seems to just lose the thread altogether breathing goes on through it all <laughs> so it's a kind of unfailing thing that's why it is the, if you like, the bedrock of, of meditation so as we sit start to acknowledge that how do I know I'm breathing how do you know you're breathing and then, did you get it don't think you got it the first time don't, you don't have to get it the first time it's not a failure that's part of intelligence is to not get it the first time <laughs> yeah. you know that? check it out feel it and develop that, the feeling quality that going out is vitaka is pointing out vichara pull it in handle it Two, you've got to have the two handling it is a softer receptive thing that is not you can't take that for granted in a high speed world where there's not much vichara left you know, there's not much take this in gently and let it sit there there's not a lot of that going on you've got to, you've got to encourage that even if it goes slightly out and drifts then you just say ok fine do it again how are you? How is it? Where is it? You do it again. You bring it back. You feel it. You had it for one second. Great. Go back. Do it again. Feel it. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that one second. Appreciate that one outbreath. The quality of being there for one outbreath. Do it again. Yeah. Build it up. Start to tag the breathing. You know. So you like if you develop a little bit of artistic temperament you've got an artistic flair mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how does it feel? you call it soft you call it long 
call it sweet, call it harsh, call it rough, call it swelling, call it pulsing in my belly. You know, just really play with how it's sensed for you. Does it feel like a stream? Does it feel like a fire? Does it feel like a mist? Mm. How does it feel it? Mm, this kind of vague imaginative sense. You're encouraging that vichara sense. Like you're encouraging a child when they're doing painting. You know, they're drawing a little sun with spokes and a smile on its face. You don't say, the sun's not like that, you idiot. It's 98 million miles away, a ball of burning helium and hydrogen. Well, that's, that's sun. Yeah, sun does feel like that, doesn't it? Like a smiley thing up in the sky. That's great, yeah. <laughs> How does it feel? So it's also an intimate and a, and a subjective thing for you to feel for yourself. But then somewhere in there you'll find a bit where your your heart sense and your mind is kind of light and it's got the quality of engagement of play. Yeah. So there's an engagement there, but it's a, like the engagement of play. Not you know that kind of engagement. Well, you play it. You listen. You play a flute. You play it. Is that right? Yeah. Give me another one. Is that right? You're not engaging with that kind of intense, get it right, be on time attitude. You know, you're playing with it musically. You're playing with it aesthetically. You're playing with it. Because that's, that's respectful to your heart your heart sense and there's gross disrespect given to the heart sense in these functioning modes that we operate through gross disrespect so respecting the heart base you know how you learn how you feel how the heart expresses itself you can't do without it you've got to have thought heart and body together that's the yoking that's the union you can't leave out the heart. You can't leave out the faith. You can't leave out the play. You can't leave out the wonder. You can't leave out the humour. You know, the thing is just like, just like no oil in the engine. It just grinds and burns out. So if we just learn even a little bit of this, to be heartfully with ourselves, you know, and get one out breath, and to, to, this is this is this is good. This is great. The heart is the thing that gives you encouragement. In other words, rather than imperatives, it's an encouragement. It's a gratitude. It's a contentment quality. It's saying, "Wow, that was nice. That was kind of fun. That was pleasant. That was okay." You, know, you need that quality. Only the heart can give you that. The head psychologies can't do that. So this is the enrichment. We're not strung up on some technique you've got to get good at. You want to use it, your techniques are fine, provided that they can activate and engage your encouragement, your faith, 
your heartfulness. Any technique you like, you know, associated with breathing, you want to recite mantras, you want to, you know, dedicate them to the Dhyani Buddhas, every in-breath and out-breath, fine. That's great. You know, you want to count them, okay, that's fine, you want to do that. Myself, I like to just feel how it's, how it's happening in my belly, how it's happening in my chest, how it's happening in my throat, how it's happening in my eyes, how it's happening in my hands, how it's, it's giving me a sense of rhythm, of space, of having a texture, of being in flow. Those things are meaningful to me. They help me. Yeah. Because then I, it's got more chance of, of doing that being in that mode of operation through a day rather than making something so iconic or so Buddhist or so technical that you could do it maybe, maybe for 10 minutes, maybe in a special situation when everybody else shut up and it was right and you were in good form and you got exactly the right amount of caffeine you needed and you know... <laughs> or whatever, you know. <laughs> and you got there and you had that peak thing and, you know. So whatever works, really. 